Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Marvel toys, as well as Star Wars, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more, because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. Join us at MarveliciousToys.com to find thousands of pictures of the items reviewed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Podbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious! Hello and welcome to issue 165 of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And this is Justin. And with 165 issues, I think we've made it more than any Marvel comic has before being rebooted in years. Why don't we just reboot the show, guys? Yeah, we should. I, issue number one gets downloaded the most. Nice. So maybe we should mix up our intros. We're Marvelicious now! <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a much more sleek outfit tonight. <laughs> My boobs are covered now. <laughs> Well, that was only after a handful of meetings that yeah. we finally convinced you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Speaking of now, Civil War came out this past weekend. Oh, yes. And my God, did it make money. I I was just, Deadpool was my barometer of success. And admittedly, it cost like nothing to make and made oodles and oodles of money. But in a week, Captain America's almost caught up. Yeah, it's... I think fifth biggest opening ever is what they're saying. Uh-huh, and Marvel is now four of the top six openings ever. Nice. So did you see it? Were you one of the people who put your the money in the till? I put quite a bit of money in it. I've only seen it once. The only showing I could get to on the Thursday night preview was an IMAX, or not even IMAX, it was 3D, so it, you know, an extra charge for all that, and everybody in the family wanted to go, so like $75 later... <laughs> we're at the concession stand to spend another $40. So, so you're to take out like a small loan. That's usually what happens when like my dad takes us all to the movie. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but guess what? At two and a half hours, it was worth my money. I think as good as it was, it was going to be worth even $75. Now, Marjorie and I have each seen it three times. Well, together. I mean, yes. it's not like I went without you yet. Yes. <laughs> if, someone, if someone called and said, hey, you want to see Civil War? I'd be like, Totally. We're already planning a fourth outing. I'm I'm planning a second, so I'm I'm down to go again. Well, and notice this show's coming out Wednesday. We're recording it Monday. That means Marjorie and I saw it three times in the three and a half days it was released. We did skip Friday. We saw it Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> That's quite a time commitment. It really is. It's astounding. Plus, because two of those were in IMAX, we don't have an IMAX in our town. It was about seven hours of driving to the movie and from the movie. 
Not to mention the that's just the runtime. Like once you get in the theater and sat down, there's another twenty minutes, a half hour before the movie even starts. Fifteen minutes, we timed it. And then it's a Marvel movie, so you gotta stay through the credits. Yes, yes indeed. So favorite character? I mean, there's so many in there. Ah, favorite newcomer? I really, really like what they did with Black Panther. He, he was, was awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Definitely. But then again, Ant Man. Man, he really, he really came and shined. Shown. He was so much better here than he was alone. And I liked the Ant-Man movie. You know, I didn't love it, but I liked it. But as part of a team, oh boy. It's where he belongs. Spider-Man. Best Spider-Man on screen yet? I think so. I agree. I, I think that that kid really was great. And he was fun. He brought fun back to Spider-Man. I can agree with that, but I, at the same time, I'm not ready to call him best Spider-Man yet. Just because he kind of gets the advantage of a little bit goes a long way. You know, the other guys have had two and three movies where it's like, eh, kind of get a chance to get sick of them. This guy was, you know, just enough to keep you wanting more. Here's why I'm proclaiming him the best. And admittedly, he's got to have a solo movie to keep it up. I thought Tobey Maguire was an awesome Peter Parker. Just perfect Peter Parker, right? But... His voice and such just didn't gel for me as Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man moved right because he was mostly CGI, but the quips, the lines, the voice, it just, it felt like Peter Parker in a mask. It never felt like he became Spider-Man. And Andrew Garfield loved his Spider-Man. His Peter Parker was a little bit douchey. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. And this kid pulls off both Peter Parker and Spider-Man well. I definitely agree with that. Since I like both halves, that's why I say he's the best. <laughs> what I was surprised by is, you know, just the previews made him look like he was going to be just kind of a an over-the-top smartass. But when you see the movie, you realize that's not what they're doing with the character. Yeah, he's a smartass, but he's also really jazzed to be doing what he's doing. <laughs> he, it's he more enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you come out Team Cap or Team Iron Man? I mean, everyone knows Marjorie went in Team Cap, and I went in Team Iron Man. Justin, I, not to be rude, I can't remember. Which side were you on? <laughs> He's on your side. Yeah, I went in Team Iron Man, and about, you know, halfway through, I started kind of feeling a little more Team Cap. But by the end, you know what? I walked out pretty solidly on Tony's side again. <sighs> I hope you guys enjoy the police scanning your cell phone when you drive by it. <laughs> I went in Team Iron Man because I liked Iron Man better. I walked out going, Team, I kind of can see both sides of what you're saying here. So what you're saying is you guys are incapable of making a decision. No, Got you it. made a decision and I, I can't. Right. I, I like them both. I think the thing problem is, is that they were presented with a conundrum. You know, there was no good answer on either side. Neither one was 100% right and 100% wrong. Agreed. You kind of have to see it from everybody's angle. And that's what this movie does a great job of, is giving everybody's perspective on it. But man, the fact that this is still Captain America, with air quotes, is awesome. Because this was just as much an Iron Man 4 as it was Avengers 3. This was an incredible movie to be getting in a year where it should have just been, you know, Captain America 3. But yet it followed up so many of the plot threads from Winter Soldier. Like so much from Winter Soldier was right here. It is truly a sequel to Winter Soldier with just a whole lot of people coming along. But Crossbones, Justin, you are such a Crossbones fan. 
How'd you feel about his minor role here? (laughs) A little bit torn, you know? I mean, I understand that they can't take every villain from from Cap's comic book days and give them their own movie. I I like that they gave him a spotlight for a moment and still kept him real world so I could believe that this guy might actually exist. But, you know, I mean, he kind of came and went really quickly, and I feel like he should have gotten a little bit more of a bad guy moment. But uh, I don't know. In the end, I'm glad that we have an on-screen depiction of Crossbones. And he was badass. I mean, he... He was this film's Batroc the Leaper, but he was badass. Yeah, he got <laughs> pushed out way too quick, in my opinion. Right. I, I just don't know how you would keep him around for much, much longer than that. Other than, like, turning him into Bane and making him yet again a henchman, like he was working for Zemo or something. Yeah, I mean, he was basically the beginning of the movie MacGuffin. They should have just called him Crossbones MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is his last name, you know. If you pick up the complete... <laughs> Guide to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's under M. (laughs) No, but what I did enjoy is speaking of, you know, just picking Cap villains from the past and putting them in the realistic universe. We didn't get Baron Zemo, but we got Zemo. The least impactful of all the villains because of what his plot was, but yet despite not being a true nemesis that they're going to engage in a boss battle with, I think I love his plan. And yeah, he drove the plot along very nicely. And I was looking for holes in his plot and it's convoluted. And it's one of those, like he could almost see the future, the way he's manipulating everything, but he did pull off what he was trying to do. Right. And this movie doesn't need a big, bad villain like you said with a hero boss fight at the end because that's not the idea it's called civil war for god's sake so i mean it's good versus good you don't need the big baddie and i think that was a good character to kind of continue the storyline through and get us to where we needed to be but to crossbones for a second again there were so many toys (laughs) mini mate how many Funko Pops and Dorbs are there with the half mask, with the whole mask, with the no mask? <laughs> no Hasbro stuff, though. That's kind of where I always, you know, draw the, the line. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Pop stuff and a lot of Mini Mate stuff. And hey, you know, I mean, he's going to have a mask on for a little bit and it's going to get... It didn't really get broken like the toys are suggesting, did it? No. No, it just kind of came off and went off to the side. So I don't know where that whole like broken and you can see an eye through it thing came from, but a couple manufacturers carried that through. No, we didn't get a crossbones figure. We got a nuke, which we'll be talking about, but no crossbones. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's good to see that character's arc finish up, I guess. You know, we saw his his creation at the end of Winter Soldier, and here he is at the beginning of the movie causing chaos and in a part of the world where you're not really sure what's going on. But that's why I don't think it's an Avengers film is because it is bringing back so many of those Captain America threads. And really, the story is Captain America's and Iron Man's. I mean, it really could be Iron Man 4, except I'm sure there's a contract in place somewhere where they'd rather have him guest starring in one film versus starring in another. Right. And, you know, to be honest with you, like to casual fans who, you know, don't go see every Marvel movie. They could almost just see Winter Soldier and then this movie and have a pretty good idea of what's going on. 
Oh, totally. Oh, I feel bad for anyone who hasn't seen the previous Marvel movies, because Ant-Man showing up, you're like, who? And with all the different people, Vision, Scarlet Witch, if you knew the comics, you could jump right in. If you've seen the previous movies, you could jump right in. But if you've just been like, I've heard about this Marvel thing, it's quite a phenomenon that I've skipped out on the entire 12 movies, (laughs) but I'm going to go see this one. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's there's fans in between. Like, I'll just I'll take my son Tyler for example. He likes these Marvel movies. He just never got around to seeing Ant Man, so he wasn't terribly lost by anything in this movie, having not seen that one. You know, true. It's <laughs> I feel like it's like a Marvel Comics crossover where, sure, you can just read the eight issues of the core title, and you're kind of going to get the gist of what's happening. But there's 121 other tie-in comics that the more you read, the more enriched it becomes. (laughs) And that goes down even to Daredevil the series and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's what I was about to say. Like, I had a little bit of, like, a moment in there. Like, am I missing anything from not having seen all of the S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes here? I felt like there might have been a little bit of something going on there. Or even Peggy Carter. Never saw any of that. Well, I'm just going to take a moment right now, though, and say... That this month, our bonus video review for our Podbean backers is going to be us talking Civil War for at least a half an hour. Going ah. through the toys, the scenes, the fights, the biceps. The gun show, yes, the biceps. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I think we have to talk about those for just like 30 seconds. Okay. Because I, I, we're going to say that when we saw this, everyone in the theater just had this like, oh. <gasps> whoa, kind of moment. And someone, I posted a picture of it on my Facebook page and someone even posted, I had to really question some of my feelings I was having myself when I saw this. I just felt inadequate. That was my only feeling was of utter inadequacy. Like, oh my God, that's not CGI. <laughs> yeah, he's he's quite the, the specimen. Yes, he is, isn't he? As the Apple store employee said. <laughs> And he didn't even have these guns in that film. No, he didn't. These are new guns. Yeah, it's crazy how some of these guys bulk up and then go back to normal. Like, Chris Hemsworth does it, too. Like, in some movies, he's just jacked. In other movies, it's like, oh, he's just regular. Well, not regular. Well, we just saw Chris Evans in January, New Orleans, and he was not like this. His guns were nowhere near this. I wouldn't even call them guns then. They were Hmm. just arms. (laughs) Interesting. I wonder if some of it was CGI. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> We've looked it up. And he actually, he went on Good Morning America and they asked, was that CGI? He's like, no, no, I just worked out a lot. <sighs> but yeah, those those are impressive guns. But we're going to talk about probably those some more, as well as... Bucky. The love triangle between Falcon, Bucky, and Cap. Yeah. <laughs> And so much more. And again, in addition to those weird topics, the action, the scenes, all the characters, the alliances, the twists, in a spoiler-filled review that you can only hear if you're one of our Podbean backers for $10 or more. Yes, our bonus videos, we switched around our reward levels. They're now just the $10 reward. If you can support our show, $10 a month, we're really fighting to bring back the full video podcasts every time. And we're hoping that we can get some more video editors and just compensate our staff for the endless hours they put in editing photos, editing videos, all of it. 
So you can find the details on how to support us and get that review this month at MarveliciousToys.com forward slash support. And again, thank you to all of our current Podbean backers. Last month's video was really something. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) But speaking of Civil War, I might have been... Not as hyped as Marjorie, but a little bit whoa, hyped. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think you were more hyped than I was. No, I just bought more stuff than you did, but that's what I do. All right, because, I mean, I was like a level of hype for this movie because it's Winter Soldier, isn't it? And Bucky, and I love Bucky, and I love my Captain America. But I wasn't as hyped as you. And you, you hunted down and had someone ship you the Iron Man Skittles. Yes, thanks to Jeremy for that. Ironically, the Iron Man Skittles taste awful. They're the tart ones. They're Skittles coated in like sour powder. Oh, oh God. yeah, uh, yeah. Those are for cap kids. Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I did want to get the Skittles photographed after eating a couple. I didn't want to eat them. I just wanted to get them photographed. Fortunately, Batman v Superman took the bulk of the fast food tie-ins. There was no. Civil War Pepsi can collection. No, but there are Pringles. But still, there have been a lot of toys. Marjorie is continuing her metal figure collection with those super deformed... Jada toys is who puts them out. And they're these little... They come in four or six inch size, but they're 100% die-cast metal figures. Are you seeing these at stores? Because I still have yet to see them on the shelf anywhere. Yes, I have seen them in two different stores, actually. Toys R Us has had them, and they keep selling through them. And then I saw them at Hot Topic the other day. Huh. Okay. So let me ask, Marjorie, do you prefer four inches or six inches? Well, six. Even though they only make Bucky in the four-inch size. Yeah, I still see the the DC ones laying around pretty frequently at Kmart or Walmarts and Targets, but I've yet to see any of the, the Marvel ones. I just, because I was looking for the Marvel ones, noticed that the Hot Topic we went to had wave two of the DC stuff that I hadn't seen before, like Aquaman and... All kinds of those. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah. Walmart has those, but I guess I've never seen the Captain America ones. I should say that. Hmm. And it was the Batman in his London Fog trench coat that convinced me I needed these because I was like, no, I don't need them. And then I saw that little tiny cute Batman in his little trench coat. I'm like, oh, they're super cute. I have to have them. But not the Batman in the trench coat. No, not the Batman. But he is really cute because he looks like businessman Batman. (laughs) Well, he is a detective and there he just looks like a gumshoe. Yeah, he does. (sighs) Uh, that one still freaks me out. Even after I've seen the movie, that Batman in a trench coat is just, there's something wrong with it. <laughs> there is, absolutely. I think it's his best look yet. <laughs> and it keeps him warm. <laughs> that bat suit can get nipply, as we've seen before. When he goes to London, he needs that coat. Uh-huh. Now, also Civil War related, up for pre-order went the Marvel Legends Civil War movie 3-pack. And I actually ordered two of these. It's a nice, nice set. And I'm, I might have been a little hyped, but you get Captain America. <laughs> and it's a repaint of the Captain America we're going to talk about today. I'm 99% sure, but he's battle damaged. Got some dirt on the outfit and a really scuffed up shield. Yeah. Iron Man, who I can't tell if there's going to be any resculpted parts or not, but he's battle damaged. It may just be black paint wash. My guess at this point is it's just paint apps, but yes, they're both post-fighting decoed. And then to make both of those really exciting, unmasked heads for both, you know I got a chameleon body waiting for that Stark head. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
<laughs> or do I have an Agent Coulson body waiting for that Stark head? Hmm. Well, neither one of them wear as nice of suits as Tony. As Tony Stank. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I'm hoping that head is in scale for the suited figures and not the way it happened before. Because we did get a six inch Tony Stark head before with sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. And that head is woefully underscaled for these bodies. Although Robert Downey Jr.'s head himself looked a little small and kind of floaty on top of some of the Iron Man armor. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, his head was slightly to the left of where his neck was. <laughs> I didn't notice it terribly, but I, I do know what you're talking about. But then, of course, the big draw in this, the web that can entrap you. The movie universe Spider-Man. And this, I'm looking at this figure, I'm 90% convinced it's a new sculpt. Hmm. The way, I, I only have the press photos to look at, but the way the lines are that look like they're sculpted around the blue of his suit in the chest and all of the web lines, it looks like it's the same articulation as the Spider-Mans we've reviewed time and time again lately with the double-jointed, weirdly scaly shoulders and such but i think they've sculpted at least a new torso on that that would be cool that would be cool if they've done if they did that because they've you know they've given us new sculpts each time a spider-man figure comes out from the movies so it would be kind of weird just to get a repaint of the flat bodies without the sculpting in there but i, I would hope it's a new sculpt you know what i actually think it's a whole new body now that i'm looking he's also so much shorter oh nice we get a tiny little Spidey. Yeah, I, like if you look at the box, his feet are where Cap's ankles are and his head is slightly above Cap's chin. He is a good head shorter than Cap and Iron Man. This is this is a new figure, folks. I'm, I'm going to go out on that limb. I think you're right. Yep. His feet are higher up than where Tony's are in the box and he's still a full head shorter than where the rest of them hit. Uh-huh. It's, and I did blanch a little bit at the price at $63, but then I remembered Legends are 20 apiece, and here's three Legends. So then I was fine with it. Yeah. You know, and past, you know, Target exclusive three packs have retailed at 59 So 63 is basically that plus tax. Yeah, so with the heads, I, I got two. <laughs> and depending how cool the Spider-Man is, I may trade him away or keep him. Then they'll come out with another pack in six months where there's a this Spidey with a removable mask and a mm -hmm. half removable mask <sighs> and his original costume before Tony got him a new one. You think we're going to get a Marissa Tomei Aunt May figure? <laughs> That'd be pretty great. So it would be a little bit taller, maybe need to be inflated. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Everyone ooed over her, too, because she does look good for her age. She looks no, she looks good. Yeah. Now, she's also older than us, oh, okay. but Whoa. she looks good. She doesn't look good for her age. She just looks good. Yeah, she does look pretty good. <laughs> now, have, have they announced anybody playing Uncle Ben, or are we starting the story after he's already gone? I'm praying we are starting the story after he's already gone, aren't you? Yeah, we've we've gone that way so many times already. But then again, I was kind of hoping maybe they'd bring Ralph Macho in to play Uncle Ben. We could have a little reunion of sorts. From my cousin Vinny. <laughs> I do love all the memes going around, first of all, from Only You, that 1994 rom romantic movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei. Nice. And then, of course, The Wrestler, where Marissa Tomei was a stripper. <laughs> yeah, just The Wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. The 
Well, yeah, it was uh, Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash and Aunt May. <laughs> Hollywood is now consisting of 17 people. <laughs> now, also up for pre-order this week from Civil War. I'm I'm on the fence on this. Gentle Giant is putting out what they call a classic mini bust of Captain America from Civil War. This is one where from the front it looks terrible, but from the back it looks pretty good. So why don't you just get a, a mini shield prop replica and call it good then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a big lollipop. I, first of all, I'm not a huge fan of mini busts. Second of all, I hate mini busts without arms. It just, <laughs> it creeps me out. That's why we had to skip that first round of Star Wars ones that General Giant put out like way back in what, 05? 02. 02. And oh my gosh, because it looked like just freaky. <sighs> I don't understand the idea of not giving him arms, but having said that, it looks like a pretty decent sculpt. I mean, the likeness isn't just, you know, screaming Chris Evans, but the, the outfit looks pretty detailed. It does. The, the likeness, he just looks kind of dead in the face, but that shield looks really nice, but not $80 nice. Sometimes Gentle Giant stuff goes on clearance, and that's when I would be picking this up and then displaying it with him facing the wall, like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> Cap in the corner. <laughs> I did very recently pick up that Sideshow Collectibles. Remember they did the archive set very briefly where they were doing like Archangel's wings and Doc Ock's arms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did pick up the Captain America shield from that. And Marjorie's now like jumping up and down for me to get that on display. Yes. Yes, I am. So, nice. so, and I paid less for it than this mini bust costs. So... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just better off displaying that. <laughs> Finally, Civil War, our Funko Marvel Collector Corps box that they sent us this month as a courtesy was all Civil War related. So what do we get in this month's box, Marjorie? Well, the pin is Black Panther. Ooh. And the patch is Crossbones. I like that patch because it's just like, it reminds me of some rock band logo, kind of like. It looks like the Misfits. Thank Misfits. you. Yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, you get your pop t-shirt, and this is the Civil War with everybody in the Civil War. You've got a nice split down the middle cap and Iron Man. Ooh, I actually, you know what? Honestly, I'm hit or miss on the Funko Pop shirts, but that one's a hit for me. I like that one. I will wear that one, and I rarely wear the pop ones because I don't do cutesy shirts. They are a little cutesy. For some reason, I always equate these as more feminine shirts. I do, but that one I would wear. It's because, it's because Tony has an angry eye going on there. <laughs> I see guys wearing them and I never think what a girly man I mean I think oh it's a pop shirt but yet for me I I wore the Deadpool one to see Civil War this weekend so I guess I do wear them yeah I don't think there's anything particularly feminine about them I think they might be a little more kitty but yeah. still I think they're gender neutral the comic is Black Panther with the nice Black Panther and Captain America pop on the cover ooh I like that but I you know my my wish would be if it was Bucky on the cover with Black Panther, since we got so much cap going on. And really, Black Panther was out for Bucky. And let's be honest, Bucky's my favorite. It's Well, Bucky and Cap are almost tied, so I can, I'm with you on that. But you only have a tattoo of the Winter Soldier. I haven't gotten my cap tattoo yet, that's why. I haven't been able to get a tattoo yet. Ah, uh, so that's what the W stands for. Yeah. Remember I told you I was going to get the SSR star and stripes over on the other arm? I wasn't sure if you were sure of that. I was sure of that. Okay. There may be a shield somewhere going on. Just don't forget that you don't want the loops to wrap all the way around your arm and meet in the back. I know. Trap my soul soul inside. Yeah. uh, Some 
ancient culture believes if the tattoo wraps fully around your body, then your soul is trapped in it and cannot escape. So you always leave a little gap. Ooh, good to know. We've also got a Civil War lanyard with alternating cap in Iron Man. Might not be bad for San Diego Comic-Con since they only give us safety pins. <laughs> well, you, I have to staple it to you. <laughs> There's been some issues. I've yes. only lost two. <laughs> <laughs> You've got an exclusive Dorbs. It's, it's unmasked Iron Man. Oh, he's so cute. I love Dorb eyes. <laughs> he looks so happy. Like somebody's rubbing his belly. <laughs> it does. Then you get a two-pack of Pops. Captain America and Iron Man in fighting poses. I really like this because I like... It's the new Cap outfit, which I have to say the Winter Soldier Cap outfit's my favorite of all of them. But this one looks like it's not necessarily muted, but it's not glossy. It's kind of a matte finish on it. I was a little bit disappointed at first because I had just gotten off eBay the FYE exclusive Cap Iron Man 2-pack. And then this Cap Iron Man 2-pack showed up and I'm like... Uh, what's different? But they're actually very different because the regular FYE two-pack is just regular pops standing there doing nothing. These two are actually, their bodies are in fighting stances. Iron Man has one of those floaty stands like the Deadpool had. And Cap has his arm upraised with his shield up. And they've even turned his head so that the two are fighting each other versus the other one's just two regular pops in one box. That's pretty cool. So they're pretty consistent with the the items that come in these these core packs. Mostly, it seems like we always get a comic, which is a new Marvel comic with a exclusive pop cover. And because I collect the action figure covers, I'm happy to get those and collect them, even though I'm not a comic collector per se. Okay, that's debatable, but all right. I only have five short boxes. But that's what's <laughs> in boxes. And then you get the t-shirt every month. But the pop or dorbs is very flexible. I think this one was a really jam-packed box. We got two pops and a dorbs. Sometimes you get one pop, one dorbs. Sometimes you don't get any pops. One time for the holidays, we got the Rocket and Groot Christmas ornament pop two-pack. But to get a exclusive dorbs, two exclusive pops, a shirt, a comic, a patch, a pin, you always get the patch and the pin. I think it was a really successful month. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a bad box. Last couple ones have you know kind of piqued my interest here and there. Like when they first started doing them, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't need to get into that. But now I'm now I'm kind of looking at them a little closer. I figure if nothing else, you're getting a t-shirt. T-shirts can cost anywhere from ten to forty dollars, and that's why I stay subscribed to Loot Crate. I'm like, even though most of those boxes are junk, every so often I get a Marvel exclusive pop, and I get a shirt every month. That's that's a good way of looking at it. And here, I'm getting a Funko Pop every month and a shirt every month, so already better than Loot Crate. The problem is Loot Crate's so all over the map. It's like one month's a Doctor Who month. Nothing against Doctor Who. I haven't watched the new show, but I'm not going to get too jazzed about a Sonic Screwdriver ink pen. And I love Back to the Future as a movie, but I don't need a Doc Brown Pop. Here, this is right up my alley and worth it every month to me. And speaking of pop t-shirts, don't forget to visit our sponsor, Dorkside Toys, where they have 20 new Funko tees. There's a really cool, amazing Spider-Man one that I'm very much thinking about picking up for myself. An awesome Captain Marvel, a Cap the First Avenger, really retro one, and just a totally awesome Hulk, not to be confused with the new Totally Awesome Hulk series, Deadpool, Tons of Star Wars ones, Wonder Woman, 
the Joker, Batman v Superman, and of course, Harley Quinn. All these t-shirts available for pre-order now at DorksideToys.com. Also, keep an eye on Dorkside Toys. I really lucked out last week. They had the Nick Fury Legend up for order individually, one per customer. I was able to snag one before they were gone, and they were gone in just a couple hours. So be sure to follow Dorkside Toys on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for their newsletter so you can get alerts when things like that happen. So thanks to Dorkside Toys for their support of our show. But with that, I mean, Civil War, that's just so yesterday, right? Coming up in just a couple of weeks, the next Marvel movie, X-Men Apocalypse. The X-Men movie I keep forgetting is coming out. Me too, although we did, after seeing Civil War, go to Red Robin and have a Berserker <laughs> burger. It's not near as good as it should be. Also, Red Robin will not cook medium rare, so there's no point in eating there. But they do put an X in the top of the bun. And that's what makes it Berserker? No, it's really spicy. Oh. <laughs> they could at least claw at it with a fork to make it look like Wolverine went at it a little bit. They also put a little, you know how they sometimes put the little sticks and burgers, like, indicating how well it's done? Well, they have it for this, but it's an X circle, you know? Yeah. There's also an exclusive gift card that I accidentally stole. Oh, you were supposed to fill it first? (laughs) You were supposed to fill these gift cards, and I'm like, okay, let me look at it, get it, and I'll fill it when I check out. And then I walked out, I'm like, oh, I still have the gift card. I forgot to fill it out, but it's a cool-looking gift card. Nice. But the early reviews of Apocalypse are in, and I'll just say my expectations are tempered, but I'm still cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that's kind of where I am, too. It's just, you know, I really loved First Class. I really just loved how that was just out of nowhere. That's my next tattoo is a First Class tattoo. Nice. I love the movie that much. I'm going to get inked. I'm thinking like the school logo with Mutant and Proud. That could be cool. That could be really cool. But yeah, it's just the, the further these new wave of X-Men go, we're starting to get more and more to where the original series ended up, you know, more costumes, more, I don't know. It just, it's kind of moving away from what really drew me to first class. Yeah. They're trying to keep up with Marvel. That's why they're bringing in the costumes and trying to make them look like the comics. And Hey, it worked for Daredevil. But the best thing I've heard about it is like Olivia Moon only has like two words of dialogue. So she's not going to ruin the film with acting. (laughs) She <laughs> just stand there and look pretty and badass. Yeah, her fighting moves do look badass. Where did I read that she had the, the choice between being in Apocalypse or being the main love interest in Deadpool, and she decided to go with X-Men? I read that everywhere, so could it be any of a thousand sites. It was trending on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> well, I think she made the right choice considering she can't act. Yeah, she made the right choice for us because, you know, I mean, I don't hate her anymore. We kind of went over that before, but like... Man, I could see a lot of people disliking Deadpool just because of her. Yeah. I think she looks like Psylocke jumped off the page. I honestly think she looks perfect for the part. I just haven't appreciated anything she's ever done on screen. Even her minor cameo in Iron Man 2 rankles me. But if she looks the part and she can fight the fights, go for it. Now also, last weekend, before Civil War, the weekend leading in was Indiana Comic Con. We talked about that a lot because we had a Howard the Duck screening there. And, you know, they put us in the biggest theater there was. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. We were in the Hall H of Indiana. Wow. It didn't have 5,000 seats, but I would say it would have easily sat 2,000. It did seat 2,000, actually. All right, I'm good at estimating. You are. <laughs> and 
about 150 people showed up, which I thought was actually pretty disappointing until I went to the Leah Thompson Q&A the next morning and had less people show up for that than Howard the Duck, so I felt pretty good. Aww. <laughs> That's still a pretty good showing, though, man. 150 people to go see Howard the Duck. I know. It was kind of fun. It was great to see it with an audience. It added such a new dimension. I haven't seen it with an audience since 1986. And this guy behind me knew, like, every lyric to every song. I'm not just talking to Thomas Dolby Howard the Duck. He was singing along with Hunger City. Wow. I can make it here in Hunger City. I was like, wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming since I didn't see any pictures of her being there that Leah didn't show up. She didn't show up at the screening. But man, she's so awesome. She Instagrammed it and tweeted it. That's cool. I mean, that is awesome for her to do that. I took some stuff to get signed. Last time I got... Now, longtime listeners know I met her once at San Diego Comic-Con, where she was doing a signing. And I talked to her a little bit there, and I got the usual stuff signed. I got my DVD signed. I got a trading card signed. I got a photo signed, right? No big deal. This time, I walk up. And I've, I've become quite the Howard the Duck collector in the time between. <laughs> I took a Japanese pamphlet from the theatrical showings of 86 with Japanese characters all over it. Although it may be Korean, actually. eBay, you know. It looks right. like Korean language, but they said Japanese. Hmm. Then I took the Howard the Duck calendar from 1986 that Marjorie got me. Then I took a press photo that was signed by Chip Zine, the voice actor of Howard the Duck, and it was... Howard and Beverly, so I was getting Leah to sign with it. And then I brought the Howard the Duck cast and crew jacket, which, if any of you follow Leah Thompson on Twitter, she took a really hot photo in that coat during <laughs> Dancing with the Stars last year. <laughs> and I'm, like, taking it, like, maybe? And I we asked her if she'd put it on for the photo op, and she did. And, ooh, what a photo. That's awesome. And she's, like, really excited about our collection. She did not remember the calendar. I pulled up photos of the greeting cards that if you listen to the bloopers of the last show I got, and she didn't know there were greeting cards. And she's like, I need to see more of your collection. And when we were telling her we put on display at the showing, I brought the animatronic duck head and the rubber duck feet and the three record albums and a couple of storyboards. So, so you, either, you either really impressed her or really creeped her out. I have her sister's email address, so I think she was impressed. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, she actually asked for photos, and I'm like, oh, that's very polite. And I go, oh, okay. How should I get them to you? And then she turned to her sister, give them your email address. I'm like, oh, you're not BSing me. You really want these photos now. <laughs> okay. Still left a little bit of a buffer there in case you're a creep. Yes. You know? But, Indeed. Hey, no, that's awesome. Isn't it, though? I'm Yeah, I'm so excited. I actually, I wanted her to sign one other thing that I didn't get in time. It was another photo that Chip Zine signed. And we're seeing her again. She's appearing in Philly. So I'm thinking I may just get a couple more items signed there. She actually signed my calendar twice. She couldn't believe the calendar. And I wanted her to sign this picture of her with the duck. And she's flipping through the calendar like, oh, my God. Oh, the duck, the duck. Who cares? More duck. Oh, my God. It's me as a rock star. She's like holding it up for everybody around her. She's like, can I sign this? And I'm like, sure. She's like, I'll still sign it where you want me to. And she signs that page, too. <laughs> How awesome. I, I love that she loved Howard. and was like all into it. 
and that she was really excited to hear about my collection. She's like, so do you have the largest Howard the Duck collection in the world? I'm like, I think. it's There's no group of us, but I think. It's probably, it's probably a pretty safe bet at this point. Given that the collector I knew who had more than me sold me his stuff. Mm-hmm. So there is somebody out there who's outbid me on a number of items, though. He's reclusive, but he's wealthy. <laughs> it was Leonardo DiCaprio or something like that. <laughs> what if it's Leah Thompson? Maybe this is just a long game and she's just trying to find out where you live and where everything's at. <laughs> now, this was back when the props were coming up and I lost that awesome video cassette of test screenings of the duck suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and neither one of us won it. The other guy who sold me his stuff, nor me. So somebody outbid us and, man... The stuff that was going, I'm just going to assume it all went to the same person, and he dropped like 12 grand that day when mm. I... Yeah. Yikes. I placed some bids for things that I'm like, this is such a high bid that if it wins in the upper end, I'm actually going to be really hurting. But nobody's going to bid that high. And then he outbid me. <laughs> and he won by like 50 bucks above my bid. And part of me was like, damn, it was just $50. And part of me was like, but I couldn't really afford what I bid at that upper dollar anyway. <laughs> you were simultaneously <laughs> pissed and relieved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but since Indiana Comic Con was just a few days before Civil War, I did get two sketch covers. And I specifically said one had to be Team Cap and a different artist, Team Iron Man. And I thought I got a couple pretty kick-ass covers there. Nice. But... As much as I love my sketch covers, and no, the best thing at the con was the photo with Leia Thompson, although I'm pretty 99.9% sure they had an airbrusher working on the photos before they did the printouts, because she looks very good. She looks Marissa Tomei good, but she looked 26 in the photo that printed. Hmm. Yeah, and it, it was like the best celebrity photo op that Arnie's ever gotten, because he does quite a few of these. Mainly because he had that beef with Jeremy Renner for a while, but <laughs> it, this is an amazing photo. Actually, the cameraman wasn't just sitting in a single place waiting, and if you blink, too bad. This one, he took a couple shots, he was moving around, trying to get a good angle, helping us pose, but when it printed out, both Leia and I were missing a few wrinkles. In fact, Stuart on Now Playing thought it was a fake photo, like a total Photoshop job of her from 1986 photoshopped on me. <laughs> That's how good she looked. Well, there are some filters that they can run it through as, you know, as it's coming from the camera to the printer. So maybe they are doing some slight blur and stuff like that just to soften up features. Yeah, it's like the best photo I've ever taken, and it's with Leia Thompson. Although everybody says I had a huge freaking grin. Somebody's like, you really look happy in that photo as compared to every other time I've seen you when you don't. <laughs> Not a miserable man. I don't know why. <laughs> but that was, all right, that was my number one thing because it was such an experience. But number two, going through all those booths, we find this amazing statue place, just like Every statue known to God and man. They had a Ghoulies statue of the Ghoulie in the toilet. It was $25. Marjorie wouldn't let me have it. <laughs> I don't ever not let you have anything. I said, I'm going to buy this, and you said no. How do you interpret this? But then other times, you're like, I'm just going to buy it anyway. True. I must not have wanted it so bad. Yeah. I I'm here to save you from yourself. I probably could have gotten it free with what I bought. Yes. If I'd asked. Uh-huh. 
Yes. <laughs> you throw in the ghoulie in the toilet for free? Sure. He, I bet he would have. I just don't want any toilet statues. I'm sorry. Call me crazy. Maybe I'm a prude, but I don't want a, a freaking toilet. So what you're saying is when you go to Patrick Stewart's cake shop and all he has are women peeing in toilets, that yes. is not the cake you want. <laughs> that is correct. Old SNL skit for anyone really confused. <laughs> And I'm walking around and I'm like, okay, there's an XM statue. All right, this guy has some unusual stuff. There's the Spider-Man brand new premium format. All right, a whole bunch of Bowen. Nice, nice. What is that? Hello. It's a Spider-Gwen quarter scale statue. And both of us are frantically going, who makes that? Do you know who makes that? What's going on? I've never seen that one before. That's not Sideshow. It's definitely not Sideshow. And like, the two of us are just going, like, our minds are going like a mile a minute trying to figure out where the hell this statue came from. I thought it had to be XM because they don't ship to the US. I follow them on Facebook. I thought I was aware of everything they're making, but this threw me for a loop. And so I go up to them and I'm like, what? Is that? <laughs> just like that? Like, what is that? <laughs> yes, just like that. <laughs> yes, it, it was very snidely whiplash. <laughs> and they told me it was a statue by a company called Salt and Pepper. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard of the Salt and Pepper company. And so I asked for more details. And this is a gorgeously sculpted statue. I mean, it's got Spider-Gwen with scales in her outfit, masked and unmasked portrait with a really good likeness of a, you know, it's a comic, they change how they look all the time, but it has the Gwen Stacy hair braid and everything, a really intricately sculpted outfit, little metallic paint on the shoes and lines on the side, gorgeous pink paint. You could swap for mask on and mask off. And there's different hands because she's like pulling the mask down if you, you do mask off. And it comes with a tiny replica iPhone and headphones that you can plug in. So you can display masked or unmasked and with or without iPhone. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It's a rose gold iPhone, too. <laughs> the cord is a little out of uh, scale, but other than that, the phone looks cool. Yeah. And... On a base where it looks like she's atop a building. And they had it displayed next to, like, the Spider-Man quarter scale. She is perfectly quarter scale and looks great with it. And so I keep asking details. And it turns out this company, Salt and Pepper, is a company out of the Philippines who... I don't know if they're licensed or not, but I'm going to lean on not. (laughs) But they make extraordinarily limited low runs of... Marvel statues and DC statues. Huh. There are only 60 of these Spider-Gwen statues made. Whoa. And they had two of them, one of which had a slight paint blemish, so I took the other one. (laughs) Oh, so what does something like this uh, dent the old pocketbook to? $1,100. Wow which was a hundred less than I saw it selling for on eBay. All right. One with a broken leg was listed for 800. Okay. Well, it's an awesome looking statue. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a quarter scale statues that we are sure are licensed usually run, you know, if we're getting it from like sideshow. This is my equation. The sideshow ones have gotten up to $500. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And that's really expensive in my mind. If you get something like a Hulk or something, you're at 700 But, like, the Spider-Man that this was displayed with is a $499 piece plus shipping. But then you look at XM, who is not licensed to sell in the States. And XM statues, you're lucky if you can get one for 800 And for the Phoenix, I paid more than I paid for Spider-Gwen. All right. So with a limited of 60 pieces... Being there in person to get it and not have to deal with an eBay seller. No sales tax, no shipping cost. I felt like this was one of those once-in-a-lifetime finds. If I walked away from that Spider-Gwen, I was not going to see her again. I think you made the right choice. I really do. I know it's a big dent, but man, that's ah, that'd be hard to walk away from. I'm kind of glad I wasn't there. Yeah, and... I try to buy things at cons I can't just order on eBay. You know, it's got to be a bargain or it's got to be something special. And this, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, if that was a sideshow item, there'd be no question that I would order it. And here it is. But it's a little bit of a gateway drug because Marjorie then found salt and pepper on Facebook. I'm so sorry. I've done this to myself. <laughs> because this dealer gave me his card and said, you know, it, it's it got to be imported from the Philippines. These are expensive. And I think they really thought I was wasting their time because I'm like, can you bring the statue out from behind the glass? Can you tell me who made the statue? Can you tell me how you got the statue? If sir has to ask, sir cannot afford. <laughs> well, I, I think they were shocked when I said, yes, wrap it up. Nice. And so they're like, oh, you're not just wasting our time. Okay. <laughs> and so he gave me his card and he's like, they've got some more coming out. He started telling me they're doing a quarter scale Bane breaking Batman's back, which Ooh. would just be enormous. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. Thank God I don't collect DC. <laughs> <laughs> but on the Facebook group, I saw they had a spider ham. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going to pay $1,100 for Spider-Ham. But I asked this guy, because when we looked up the Facebook page, we saw Spider-Ham. And so I asked the comic store, hey, do you have a Spider-Ham? And he's like, no. So I got in contact with salt and pepper statues. And I'm like, you got a Spider-Ham? <laughs> he had three left, not painted yet. These are all hand-painted items. Hmm. $250. Not bad. Not bad at all. Shipping from the Philippines was another 100 but I'll pay 250 for a really kick-ass Spider-Ham. And now this guy knew I wasn't full of crap either, and he kind of let me in on their next project that hadn't been announced yet. Howard the Duck? What? Yep. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Are you sure this company wasn't created for you specifically? <laughs> Like, they've just been, like, the last few months, like, when is he going to notice? <laughs> Jimmy, it, get over here. You promised this guy would be all in on everything we did. It's a big, elaborate plan made by Zemo. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, yes, I have actually paid the down payment. Howard the Duck is also only 250 And I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. The question wasn't if. The question was how many. <laughs> I'm not all in on salt and pepper statues. I mean, if you follow their Facebook page, they're doing some big things. They're talking about, and I don't know if this is a quarter scale, but I think so, because that's all they're doing. The entire Fantastic Four in a massive diorama that would make that, like, rotating Avengers statue we saw in San Diego look small. Whoa. Yeah. Did that ever go for sale? I don't think so. 
if Sir had to look for it online, Sir was not getting it. It's like with that $18,000 Hulkbuster that, yeah, I could order one if I had $18,000. So I just, I wonder how they get away with this. Is it just the fact that they're in the Philippines and are untouchable over there? Or I don't think they're untouchable. I also, they, they have a Facebook page, but they keep a low profile. Well, they have 7,000 likes, so oh. it's not that low. <laughs> So, Marvelicious Toys listeners, you are go- getting an insight here into something that maybe they're going to be shut down. Maybe they're licensed. I cannot say that I know for a fact they aren't. What I can say is that their quality seems higher than Sideshow. Wow. I never felt Spider-Gwen was going to fall over. Just as a little bit of a uh, rabbit hole aside here. I've been going down their their Facebook page, and I got to a 3D model of uh, Supergirl statue that they're getting ready to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's already done. It's from way back in October, and it's it's you know Supergirl taking her shirt off to reveal her costume underneath. But one of the pictures is a side view, and it looks like she's giving herself a breast exam. <laughs> it's actually kind of saucy. <laughs> Hey, Peter, breast exams, Channel 5. <laughs> Damn it, man. Can't you at least pretend like we can't hear each other through the walls? <sighs> I see the angle you're referring to, but I don't think in if it were actually 3D, it would look that way. Now, there's other angles revealing that that's not what she's doing. She's got just her hands on either side of her shirt. but Yeah, it does look like she's giving herself a breast exam. Now, the full-size statues, of course, are more expensive, but I do think... I might have overpaid a little for Spider-Gwen because I did buy it through that other company. But when I talked to a contact at Salt and Pepper, they were all out of Spider-Gwen. So it's not like I could have gotten it cheaper from them. Yeah, and it's not like you can really beat yourself up as something you didn't know existed before then. So it's not like you passed on it and then you're paying a premium for, for waiting. But it looks like they're doing some really cool stuff there. And they're going to do stuff that Marvel won't let other people make. Maybe you'll get your man thing. I mean, Spider-Ham, but on their Facebook page, we got this Magneto in a nice killer throne. They seem to like to do thrones. There's like a whole DC line of thrones. (laughs) But yeah, being able to do X-Men and do Howard the Duck, do these characters that Marvel and Disney have basically said you can't do. They got a Wolverine Hulk up on their page. Well, I'm moving to the Philippines because I I apparently can't even take pictures of figures that came out in stores without getting in trouble by Marvel (laughs) and Disney. (laughs) Ooh, and scrolling way down, there's a Spider-Man 2099 on the way. Oh, my God. I'm so in with this company. (laughs) Yeah, so this is like my new secret company. Like with XM, I'm not all in on XM because I just can't afford to be, but... I pick up one here and there. XM recently revealed a carnage that looks really awesome and a black cat that's hitting me where I live. But same with Salt and Pepper. I can't keep up with all the big statues they're doing and shipping from the Philippines is over $100 for a tiny statue. But it's so awesome. Yeah, that's some really cool stuff. And it also hits me because it's so rare. You know, it's like... It's not like I could pick it up later. It's something that's really 
like the boutique items, like when we talk about that giant Avengers statue or that $17,000 Hulkbuster, that's not a mass market item. And these really aren't mass market items. They're custom statues made for a very small group of people. And I don't know, that, that appeals to the collector in me. Yeah, I can see the allure, definitely. But it was a fun time. I really enjoyed Indiana Comic Con. We recorded last week's episode of Star Wars Action News from the con. A lot of shopping. $10 Marvel Legends. And I'm not talking old stuff. I'm talking the Spider-Man wave that just came out. Every figure but Spider-Gwen. 10 bucks a figure. I saw that. Did you pick up an extra Venom or anything? I did. Yeah, I picked up an extra Spider-Man. I was good on Venom. I had two, but I picked up a Spider-Man, and I picked up enough other figures that I could build that second Absorbing Man. Nice. I had just ordered them from Amazon, but I'm just going to pay the shipping and return them and save $12 a figure. Yeah. I mean, that's you can't you can't be too upset about $10 with the Build-A-Figure pieces. Yeah. It's completely unopened. Brand new. My only guess, because I'm like, does she know? Is this mid-mark? So I actually, despite a big sign, I went, these are $10? <laughs> And went through and picked up the ones I wanted, and I my guess is she bought cases and made so much off the Spider-Gwens and had to unload all these other figures. Right. It's probably a pretty good guess. And if you're looking to get an extra Absorbing Man, hey, you're not missing that crappy ball. No, no. And on the way to Indy, we stopped off at several Walgreens, and Marjorie finally found something I've been looking for since November. Yeah, I found the Marvel Mini-Mates that you had been looking for at Walgreens that I've been stalking Walgreens for. Luckily, enough people go through Walgreens that no one's starting to look at me funny yet. Yeah, this is wave two because the two waves they've had were considered wave one and 1.5 just to be confusing. (laughs) Also, here's a little pro tip for you guys. Don't go to Walgreens.com and search for Mini-Mates. You need to search for Diamond Select. Ooh, that's a good tip. Search for Mini-Mates, though. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cool set, though. I mean, you got Gamora and Drax the Destroyer, so you're finishing off the Guardians that did Star-Lord last time, and Rocket and Groot, but this has the dancing baby Groot in it, which is just adorable in Minimate scale. (laughs) Dark Avengers, Thor, and Thanos, probably the least exciting of the sets, but Thanos, awesome. Dark Avengers, Iron Man with Black Widow. In her, like, Quora suit, as we call it. And my favorite set, Iron Spider-Man and Taskmaster. Nice. I guess I just don't understand the tie-ins on these. I think it's just they're doing whatever it is they decided were exclusive, and they come out when they come out. There's obviously no tie-in to what's happening cinematically right now. These are all animated series figures. Okay. So they're intentionally tying into what's going on in the cartoons. But... Because of how they look. I mean, yeah, it's a, the, the cartoons are based on the cinematic representations to a degree and the comic representations. So even though it's not a ScarJo Black Widow, it's not like a Minimate has ever been movie accurate likeness. That's not what they're there for. <laughs> right. No, but they've done costumes and movie versions of costumes and stuff like that. But I guess you're right. These are more cartoony. Yeah, I did pick up the entire Civil War wave of Minimates at Toys R Us. Hmm. Yeah, I might have to track down that Taskmaster. He looks pretty cool. I'm, I may want another Iron Spider-Man. Well, all right. Hmm. Now, I saw something interesting on eBay the other day that made me think, oh, yeah, once they clear out all of these Daredevils and, you know, 
Ant-Man exclusive figures here at Walgreens. Maybe they'll start getting in Namor, which was teased to us last year at Comic-Con. But yes, eBay, it's a seller from Hong Kong. Already has packaged versions of these up for sale. So that means they're getting pretty close to shipping this way, I'm guessing. And there's a couple different sellers with them. So if you really can't wait, you can pay $60 for this $20 figure. Yeah, I would definitely suggest waiting because, you know, I can't think of one Walgreens exclusive Legends figure that's been impossible to find yet. They all seem to hang around now. Yeah, I'm not too worried about them. Walgreens exclusives, they just seem to ship slow and late and all around, but... Yeah, I'm not going to pay 60 for this Namor, but he looks awesome. It looks like they did a great job on the metallic paint. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited for him to show up in stores, but I'm not excited enough to, to pay shipping and three times the, the retail value. And the figures on the back mean he is part of the Giant Man Legends wave officially, even though he's an exclusive figure. But all the figures on the bottom, they're the Giant Man ones. Oh, yeah. And they're also kind of doing what I talked about. We talked about... During our last review of figures, they've kind of introduced a new color here. He gets a kind of an aqua bluish green type of color to his box to kind of freshen it up. It matches his suit. Yes, indeed. And then the best store thing I bought, though, all week was Deadpool Blu-ray. Came out yesterday. I got three copies. Regular, extended, (laughs) no, regular Steelbook and Target with postcards. (laughs) And the Target one comes in a red case, too. Nice. Instead of the Blu-ray blue case, it's a red Blu-ray case. I just, uh, I went ahead and got the Steelbook, because I'm slowly becoming a Steelbook guy, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) It's contagious. Uh, Steve infected me, I infected you. It is. And I think more than becoming a Steelbook guy, what ticks me off is this video on demand two weeks in advance. Because I think I can hold off. But I can't. I end up paying for it on video. You did? You bought it? Yes. And then I bought it again on physical media. I came so close to buying it on digital. I can't tell you, but I knew Marjorie would give me guff, so I didn't. I don't know. ever give you guff. You give me guff. One time <laughs> I bought Captain America on digital when I owned the Blu-ray, and you shouted at me. <sighs> I didn't shout. No, you didn't shout, but you were not happy with it. Sometimes I'm just disappointed in you because it's not because you wanted both. It's because you forget that you buy them. No, this I knew I had, but we didn't have a Blu-ray player hooked up. We just moved into the house. Oh, yeah, that is an issue. It was a convenience thing. (laughs) Yeah. But here, I really wanted to watch Deadpool, but I I held off. I waited for the Blu-rays, and this weekend, we're having a Deadpool party. Very nice. I'm not drinking any more Mike's Harder Lemonade. No. Oh, I thought that was all that happened at a Deadpool party. <laughs> no. Ain't no party like a Deadpool party because a Deadpool party makes you sick. I'll make you some chimichangas, but no. And slippery nipples. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the isn't that the shot he sends over to the, the guys I, to get I the fight bar? I believe it is. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I want to just give a shout out, though. If you haven't seen the male enhancement pill parody commercial for Deadpool. Just go to our Facebook page and look for Deadpool. So good. One other purchase I made, I hemmed, I hawed, I talked to Justin about it. I wasn't sure if it was even real. On some of the Marvel Legends Facebook groups I belong to, they started talking about a new wave of Legends I hadn't heard about and hadn't seen up for pre-order. It's eight figures, one of each per in the case. 
It's a build a Hulkbuster wave. And we've had a build a Hulkbuster wave. <laughs> yes. But this entire wave is Marvel movie figures from older releases. So you get Captain America, it looks like possibly from First Avengers, maybe? Not First Avenger, but the First Avengers film. He's really bright in his blue. Yeah, like the first suit that they, they made for him. Then War Machine. Yeah. Iron Man Mark 43. Movie Hawkeye. Without sunglasses. Movie Loki, who was a really hard-to-find figure. He was a Walmart-exclusive 6-inch before they were called Legends. Yep. Movie Hulk, who was also somewhat hard to find. That's the more recent Age of Ultron Hulk. I think this is Avengers 1 Thor, because I don't see gold on his outfit. Okay. And short sleeves. Yep. And then Black Widow without the blue lines. I think, is this the first Avengers movie Black Widow? Oh, I'm having a hard time even remembering now. She came with two heads at one point. Looks like slightly different paint apps if this picture can be trusted. Looks like there might be a little bit of a a gray on her side panel. All building a Hulkbuster. It's all repacks, but it is an entire wave of movie figures in brand new packaging because some of these were never released individually like Hawkeye. Yeah, this is this is interesting to say the least. And even they're doing something that I've never seen them do before. Black Widow has some interchangeable hands, which would take care of that weird fist on that figure that we always complain about. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see what's retooled, what's redone. Now, from what I've read, this is a UK exclusive wave, or at least a Europe exclusive wave. But I found a website called RobotKingdom.com, so I have placed an order for this wave. Well, we should know in a few weeks. It says it's available in May. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> Marvel Toy News has high-res photos of these figures with these Build-A-Figure parts. And the photography, the Photoshopping, the white background. Because prior to this, all we had seen was a grainy little thumbnail that you tried to zoom in on. And it specifically says, Exclusive Marvel Legends UK. Interesting. Now I'm, now I'm wondering what the packaging is going to look like. And if there's any variants to these. I'm very curious about variants. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a good way you talked about, you know, maybe wanting to get a, a second Hulkbuster. And here you go. You're getting it without having to rebuy that other wave. And per Marvel Toy News, this wave is being solicited to Asian countries and China right now as well. So it's real. And I ordered it's spectacular. it. Yeah. And I wish it would be sold in the States because shipping was not fun for a wave of legends overseas. But man, yes. I'm really getting upset that they're doing all these UK exclusives. <laughs> I mean, there was that five pack and now this and they're like different. Just different enough to make you crazy. It's not just a box. <laughs> and speaking of being made crazy. I'm going to be taking an early lunch this Thursday to go to Hot Topic when they open at 10. Not because I'm an emo college student, but because they're bringing out more Chase Deadpool pops. Yeah, this one's going to be brutal because there's more of the mystery pops, too. So, again, I'll be hanging out with the mall walkers before the store opens. <laughs> And if you want to try online, they are going for sale online at 9 p.m., I believe, Pacific on Wednesday before they go on sale in the store. Now, if you call the Hot Topic store and ask about any of this, 
they have been trained to not speak about this. So no matter what you ask, they're always going to say, I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. Are you sure that's training or just the type of people that they hired Hot Topic? No, apparently it's training. They're not allowed to discuss exclusives until they're out on the floor. Okay. Yeah, so now the rainbow continues. If it wasn't ridiculous enough that we were getting all these colored Deadpools, <laughs> here comes a few more, right? And some glittery ones. <sighs> we'll see if the glitter works. On the Black Panther, I was a little disappointed because he wasn't, like, super glittery. But did you guys see it's not just repainted Deadpools? Because Marvel Toy News covered this. Yes, there's a yellow Deadpool slapstick, an orange Deadpool stingray, but then there's Madcap, which does not look like a Deadpool at all, and he's wearing, like, this 1966 purple Batman costume. Yeah, he does look like a Batman villain. But yeah, that's that's a new sculpt and a new head and some craziness going on there. Now... Marvel Toy News did give a picture of, like, the all-colored Deadpool core, and yes, Madcap is one of them, and I have not read that issue, but he looks wonky. And then the limited edition mystery figure. It looks like the chase is going to be another Madcap, just metallic painted. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if I'm going to brave going to the mall, but maybe I will. I'm going to be stalking HotTopic.com because last time they were put online before they were in the stores and I was able to get a few that way. I'm definitely going to be trying to guarantee myself some online before trying to brave the crowds on a Hot Topic on a Thursday. It's probably the best way to go about it. When I did it for the prior Deadpools, there were six people. Hmm. One girl who tried to act like she was in front of the line even though I'd already been there for like half an hour. Not working, sorry. Yeah, if you get in the line, I can cut out of work early for an early lunch and come over and join you. And with that, I think we're going to have to Matt Damon our Giant Man wave, which is a shame because this entire time we've been talking, I've been playing with my Giant Man, and man, is he fun. (laughs) I've got something a little big, but I can only hold it for a while. good (laughs) yeah good one arnie i didn't realize he said it can you get your giant man to stand up straight yeah (laughs) good good so he's really well articulated though i can get him in a lot of fun fighting poses not big enough to preview my thoughts not big enough to grab war machine by the foot and toss him around but no but hey here's a little sneak peek of when we do get around to reviewing these on the next episode now would be a good time to go get those two-inch figures. Maybe go find uh-huh. a war machine. Yes. So, yeah, we'll have that review and a whole lot more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is a fan-run show that relies on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to MarveliciousToys.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. 
You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback on Marvelicious Toys. You can email us at show at MarveliciousToys.com or post your thoughts in our forums. You can also find Marvelicious Toys on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews by emailing an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff, Scott, and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Jerry and Jeff. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. So let me ask Marjorie, do you prefer four inches or six inches? Well, six, even though they only make Bucky in the four inch size. Not touching any of that. <laughs> maybe you'll get your man thing that was sounded wrong